0: I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. we we'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the COVID-19 lockdown account. Today I've got Ryan with me. Ryan is a busy husband, father and mortgage broker who lives in Dunedin in the South Island of New Zealand. So Ryan, how are we doing today? Yeah, very good. Well, thanks Jerry. Good, good, good. And so we are in the very early stages of June, so the 3rd of June and let's face it, New Zealand have absolutely rocked lockdown, haven't they?
1: Uh, yeah, we've we've done pretty well, yeah.
0: <laughs> You've got like no cases right now?
1: Um, we have one remaining active case in the whole country, um, mm-hmm. and that person's expected to be recovering in the next day or so. Um, we've had no new cases for the last 12 days, uh, and I think we might have had one new case in the last three weeks. So, yeah, we're pretty much smashing it.
0: And... So you spoke to me in the brief, and you told me a little bit about um, the way that you categorised your lockdown. Talk to me about what, what New Zealand did.
1: Yeah, okay, so in the, the very early stages um, before, before lockdown, uh, the, the government effectively shut the borders, was the first thing they did. Uh, and they introduced a 14-day uh, self-isolation uh, for people, so as soon as they arrived in the country. When it became very apparent that you know the this was a lot more serious than we thought it was going to be, they introduced a, a four-stage alert level system. Mm. Uh, so mm. from alert level one, two, three, and four, uh, and we we were in initially level one for a start for about a week, which effect- effectively meant the borders were closed. Um, we moved to level two for a couple of days. Uh, and then we moved straight to a level four. Now level four was total lockdown. Essentially, um, everyone was working from home. All businesses or retail was was closed. Uh, the only way you were allowed to leave your home was if you were an essential worker, or you had to go and purchase essential items. So they were things like you know supermarkets, um, food products, petrol, etc. But other than that, you you had to stay home. There was there was no option. Mm. Um, so we we had that. Initially, they they said four weeks of lockdown. Uh, it got extended to five, and by the end of that five weeks, it became pretty apparent that we were were doing pretty well. Uh, so they moved to level three after that, which was a slow reopening of business. Um, you were still encouraged to work from home if you could, um, but other other shops and services could begin opening with with social distancing and, and strict contact tracing, et cetera. Mm. So we, uh, we rocked level three for two or three weeks. And we moved to level two, which we're in now. And level two is, is pretty much business as usual. Um, schools are back, all businesses are allowed to open again um, there are restrictions on numbers around gatherings. Uh, it started out at ten. We're now at a hundred, so that's the most you're allowed to have. Um, and there's, there's strict contact tracing everywhere you go as well. You go into a shop, you've got to write down your details or log in on a QR code on the app. Um, but uh, we're moving to level one next week, um, which is which is fairly exciting because level one is there's no restrictions. Um, we basically are life as normal in New Zealand. Um, there's a little bit of contact tracing, personal hygiene is encouraged, but the only major thing is the border's is still closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, oh, I've got a bit of feedback. What's that? So the, um, when it comes to, oh, we've lost you. Now I've got you back. So when it comes to, um, like businesses, when it comes to things like uh, small businesses, has there been has there been a massive effect? Has there been a lot of closures or non-reopeners? Uh, you know, has the economy been massively affected?
1: Yeah, look, it definitely has. Um, the The government, right from early days, has been pouring money um, into into relevant sectors that required it. Um, anyone who was unable to work, um, whether you were on a wage or a business, basically got paid a wage subsidy for 12 weeks. Uh, We're coming to the end of that period now, um, and there's an extension of that for a further eight weeks for businesses that can show that they've had a 50% downturn from the same period last year. Um, But the the redundancies are massive. Um, There are hundreds and thousands of redundancies happening every day out here. Bu- business is just closing uh, because they're unable to keep going. But I, I guess that one of the big questions is if if you're unable to keep going after 20 weeks of wage wait- subsidy, was the business really viable for a start? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, New Zealand's one of our major industries is tourism. Um, as you well know, being here as a tourist all those years ago, and w- we were just in Queenstown at the weekend, which is, you know, the the adventure capital of New Zealand, and it's incredible to see towns like that with no tourists. Um, yes, they were busy. over We just had a, a Queen's Birthday weekend here, uh, yeah, so it was a long weekend. It was incredibly busy with New Zealanders visiting, but come Tuesday, it'll be dead again. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those a lot of those places are heavily reliant on internationals uh, as their workforce. And what are they going to do if there's no work? Um, it's yeah, it, it's genuinely scary. What is coming in the future? Whilst whilst we've smashed COVID out of the park, I think it's longer-lasting effects on our economy are, are really, really going to hurt, and we haven't seen the worst of it as yet. No way.
0: And I think I think that it's a global issue as well, isn't it? It's going to be a massive global issue that how. How do you tackle, if the whole world is in depression, how, how is that ever tackled?
1: Exactly. E- exactly. And, and we look at it and say, well, how long is it going to be before we can open up our borders again to, you know, tourists? And 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 when we do, are we going to have the same strategy we had previously where, you know, it was just basically a free-for-all? Are we going to target certain groups of tourists? Um there's the certain areas of the world I don't see us opening up for for five years, um, purely because the risks are too great to to our our nation here. Well,
0: uh, well as I was saying, uh, the person I've just um, interviewed, which is over in America, over in Dallas, and they've got twelve thousand new cases, hundred thousand death toll. Um, And with the riots that are going on and the mass gatherings, like the riots of thousands of people taking to the streets with next to no, um, next to no kind of PPE, if you like, there's going to be a huge spike over in America. And you know that there's, there's quite a free movement when it comes to America in interstate at least, Mm-hmm. and how easy could that be to go to South America how easy could that be to to go to to Canada and then you know start venturing to other areas you know that that, that could be a catalyst for another global second wave
1: oh yeah and and that's the, that's a scary thing and um I mean we we down here we're in the depths of winter now um it, it's sleeting and about three degrees outside but you know we we look at it moving forward now and we're on the we've, we've basically eradicated it, but the seasons to come are the warmer seasons. Yeah. Um, I look at you guys in the north in America, and you know you, you've got the the second wave is scary that it's going to come around that autumn winter period when historically respiratory diseases take hold anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that that is genuinely scary. I terrifies me what is going to happen in the states it really does um because uh, it's the adage as well down here that if if the u.s catches a cold if the u.s sneezes we catch a cold Yeah. Um, yeah and what is the effect on our economy going to be from them being in the situation they are
0: yeah i think we definitely we're in a very similar position to you guys what happens there is is it kind of tells our future. America tells our future. And I think other than the fact that there won't be a second wave with you guys, I don't think there will be. I think you guys have nailed it pretty well. Um, And as well as a nation, you kind of stick together quite well. You know, the the, the New Zealanders, you've listened to your prime minister. You've had complete faith in her. She's done a fantastic job. Um, Yeah. And one,
1: one thing she's, uh, she's, Harped on about the whole way through is we're we're a team of five million. And that's and that's basically how everyone has has looked at it. I mean, there's been a minority of people who are not happy with how things are being run. They they think 5G is taking over <laughs> and 5G's to blame. You know, that they the, the, the you're conspiracy theorists and they're always going to complain about something. But I would say 99.9% of the country has bought in and has said, yep, we're gonna do
0: this. And that's where it's paid off. You know, that's, that's where it's paid off. And more importantly, I think that if there was even an inkling of of a small um, resurface of, of COVID in New Zealand, I think it would be dealt with really quickly. I think they would be, you know, targeted. People would step up. And also, there seems to be a, a better understanding of health over finances, In New Zealand right and I think it's probably because of the way of life out there the outdoors and what is really important from 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 a a British guy that came to New Zealand it was you know what people really don't care people are just like living life actually living life here and I think that's helped you guys loads must be that yeah,
1: definitely, and and I, I I know that from a Kiwi guy coming in and living over the other side there. Um, it, it's a very very different way of life. Um, down here we certainly, other than our main city Auckland, we don't really have that big city living feel here in New Zealand. You know, it's it, it's very outdoorsy and, uh, we're, yeah, we genuinely take our health seriously down here. Um, and I think that that is genuinely why people have bought into this team of five million thing is that we we don't we don't want to be crippled for months on end um we we love what we do we love getting out at the weekends and seeing our country so it's it's awesome to be getting back to that now
0: Mm. so going back to like when when lockdown started talk to me about your journey and, and your experiences in your household like um what kind of where were you when you were told like this is it, you know, you've got to stay in.
1: Yeah, so we we, we had a little bit of an interesting start to uh, where we were. We we were meant to go on a family holiday to Australia for two weeks on March 16th. Um, and on March the 14th, both our country and Australia introduced the 14-day self-isolation. Um, so we, <laughs> we looked at that and went, well, we're not going to go sit in a hotel for two weeks and then have to come home and sit inside for two weeks. So we, we canned the holiday. Um, and I was pretty lucky that my my wife's a travel agent, so she was able to wave her magic wand and get all that sorted. Um, so we we ended up deciding, well, we would book the time off anyway. Um, we're both self-employed. So um, we, we, you know, effectively got our businesses into a state where we were going away anyhow. So we packed up the car with the kids and we went up the west coast of the South Island for a week. Um, and as we were driving up there, that was, as as time was going on that week, it was becoming more and more apparent that this was going to be a lot more serious than what everyone thought. Um, so much so that by the end of the week when we were having our last couple of nights in Hanmer Springs before we came home, um, that was when the country moved to level two.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so we,
1: we had planned on having another night on the way home, but we just decided, no. It's, we've got to get home so we we threw everything in the car and drove the 600 kilometers home in one day oh, um, oh. which was yeah tough with the uh, two kids under 10. but they they were troopers and, and did it well so yeah we got home um, the Monday here in Dunedin in Otago was uh, our anniversary day so we had a public holiday um, and that I, I was working in our office and that was the day that they announced we were going to the level four lockdown they said, you've got 48 hours before we go. Um, so basically, I, I packed up everything in my office um, and brought it home. Uh, right. So it was yeah very interesting. We didn't send the kids back to school at all. Um, even though they could have gone back for two days, we didn't send them back. They no. So they mm-hmm. had an, their enforced homeschooling was straight away. And yeah, set up my home office down here and I, I've worked the whole way through. Um, I've been... Incredibly busy, yeah. uh, which which is surprising, considering the climate we're in. That people still, I'm a mortgage broker. People still want to buy houses. Mm-hmm. um But look, it's it's been it's been really cool being at home for that length of time and getting to spend that time with the kids and the wife and and our dogs and just stuff that I wouldn't normally get to do. I'd normally be in an office, you know, eight till five most days. Um, it's been awesome to be able to pop down to my downstairs office at home and work for two hours and then go, hey, spend an hour with the kids and build Lego or, you know, watch cartoons or whatever they want to do. It's been awesome to see our kids grow as people as well. Um, They are, they're nine and six years old. Um, Our nine-year-old daughter all of a sudden has an absolute love for cooking and baking. Um, And she... And now wants to cook meals for the family at least two nights a week which is you know awesome and, and I'll put my hand up straight away and say she's a better cook than I am yeah. um, okay. and and the the wee man just you know it, we've, we've got two dogs as well and to see his relationship with them blossom and grow over the that period because I guess he didn't have any contact with any friends or anything that was that was the key thing we just there was no contact with anyone else you had to stay in your bubble yeah. Um yeah. and for him, the dogs became his best mates. And it, it was just, it was really, really cool to see them grow as people over that time. Um, I think, personally, I think the, the kids are going to go one or two ways mm. um, after mm. lockdown. They're going to they are going to do it really, really tough, and some will. Or they're going to, you know, use it as a, as a tool to blossom and grow. And I think both of mine have done that, so it's been very cool in that regard. Um, in regards to the working, it's been awesome working from home. Um, my wife, as I mentioned, is a travel agent, so her industry basically disappeared overnight. Mm. Um, so there's been a little bit of stress there in regards to what are we going to do uh, in, in regards to her side of you know the income coming into the house. Uh, she's been very lucky to pick up a couple of days of work a week in a medical centre, so from one hot industry to another. Um, but it... That has given us the flexibility that you know I can be at home when she's doing that, etc. And it, it's worked so well that I actually, on, when we went back to level two and we were allowed to go back to our offices, I went back and told the rest of my office I wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I made that decision that this is this is the new norm for me now. Working from home is great, um, and it it yeah, it just it just works. It really does.
0: I, I can, I can everything you're saying. Um, like if if I was to show you my kind of this is my man cave I'm in my garden right now I've got over there I've got my my gym set up which I, I actually film and I train people at home and then over here I've got like my uh, I've got like a shower room and stuff so I've got like a, my own self contained bungalow in my in my um in my garden and we've managed to stumble upon a concept which was my wife's idea to get equipment from the gym and drop it to people's houses, and then live stream them, personal training, group training of how to train, right? And I sat and thought, you know what, like, how many people would just want to have the equipment at their house for for 12 weeks and have a body transformation just to them? And I could just film it there. I've got no overheads. I've got no staff. I've got no worries. I'm, I'm not going to do this. This is going to be something I do on top of. But I could just be like, this is it. Um, and the only reason I'm not going to do that is because I, I, because I love my members. You know, I love, I love going to, to that place. And that's the only human contact that's, that I'd lose that. That's like, my, that's like my, my pub. That's like my bar. I get to go there. I drink coffee. I talk to people all day. Yeah, there's loads of stress and all horrible stuff around it. But if it wasn't for them, if I had like a faceless kind of organization where it's a new person every day, I, I would not be going back. No way. I'll be here. I'll get to see my kids every day. It's great. It's great. And I get it. I get it. Um, So, yeah, and especially watching the kids grow.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see how much they grew in such a short period of time as well. Yeah. It's interesting, though, you're talking about you're doing your online training sessions and everything. One thing that has really, really taken me by surprise is people's ability to adapt and change. Mm. Um, our industry here in New Zealand has probably leapt forward about three years, um, in the space of three months. Uh, you know, they've, they've rolled out separate different programs for being able to sign documents online and, and provide authorized documents essentially by online services and people's willingness to adapt and change. And ugh, the number of zoom meetings I now do with clients is, is just unbelievable. Um, when, you know, six months ago, if you'd suggested, let's do a video chat to talk about your finances, people would sort of look at you a bit funny and go, why can't we meet in person? Um, but it, it it is very cool. And it's, it's all about adapting and changing and that, I guess, as, as New Zealanders, we do really well. Mm.
0: Mm. I think it's definitely, definitely, it's something that has amazed me how quickly I think it's a, it's definitely a human thing. I mean, you guys are very open to change down there, uh, but I think it has been a global thing where the world has leapt forward, uh, tech te- technology wise, by probably more like ten years in this space of what three months, mm-hmm. and communications have gone through the roof. Um, the ways that people are. Of, you know being more understanding, being more caring, I would have thought would be the best word to say, and just becoming closer, more communal has blown me away it's,
1: it's yeah ad- i think even even though we were separated it it, yeah. it brought people closer together i I have two sisters who live in Melbourne in Australia and I'll be the first one to put my hand up and say I was very guilty of not staying in touch with them as much as I should have. Well, we now have daily family video chats. Um, And and it's awesome because I get to see my nieces and nephews over there as well on a daily basis, as opposed to once every month or two and going, geez, you've grown. Um, It, it, it has definitely brought people closer. I think in regards to, we now know that it doesn't matter if there's distance, Um, you know, we're, Right now we're 18,000 kilometers away, or whatever. We're just chatting like we're in the same room. It's it's crazy.
0: <laughs> that is, that is different. yeah. 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 You get around it, yeah. can't, can't. get your head around it. That yeah. imagine this as well. Like, so many people have said, if this had happened like 20 years ago, how catastrophic this would have been
1: mm-hmm.
0: of communication.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's scary to think. It really is.
0: And it could have, it could have, it could have it's just it, the one lucky thing has come at the right time for technology. And I think that there is going to be a shift, especially in London here. Now, a lot of people that I know that work in London, because we are a feeder town to London. Um, so a lot of people commute in to the city from where I live. They've been told um, you're not coming back until um, 2021 anyway. Um, however, a lot of people have been told productivity's up um welfare you know people are happier um everything is is falling into place and we don't have to pay rent like you're not coming back to london we're going to have mm. a you know we're going to have a hub where you can come in and um we can meet if we have to but a lot of people have been told and this could be a huge shift when it comes to especially um the distribution of wealth amongst the uk if London, if the London or the city bubble does fully burst, because there's no reason to be there. Uh, obviously, tourism. Yep. And stuff, but Other than that, there's no reason to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, completely agree. And and it is a shift that we're seeing more and more. Is it just people are going? Well, actually, I I can genuinely work from home and be productive, and have a better work life balance. Um, yeah, I I will admit it doesn't work for everyone.
0: <laughs> Some
1: people. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had a chat to a guy yesterday who said the first week was great. He he absolutely smashed work out of the park, and then his confidence just and and ability to do his job just waned. And he said he it was far too close to the beer fridge. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you know, you, you, I guess in those regards you've got to have a wee bit of discipline, um, which I have had. I didn't think I would. Um, but
0: yeah, it's 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 been pretty cool. If, my, if I had a fridge full of spades, mate, I'd, I'd be in trouble right now. I'd, I'd Yuck be, spades. <laughs> I don't. Right um, well, I I I've, I don't drink. I you know I I drink uh, in the summer and I drink here and there normally. And my the the amount I'm boozing has gone up more than I've I've ever drank. Um, you know. I had a. I, I literally took ninety minutes of training earlier, then had a bite to eat and had a beer with my dinner, which I never do. I never, I never do. I'll, I'll drink if I go out. I don't drink at home, um, but I'd say I'm having a couple of tins every night. Every night about that at the moment, uh, and it's this. I have never done it in my life, which is weird.
1: Yeah, the uh, the, the the numbers that came out from New Zealand after after lockdown of the. Alcohol consumed by the country was scary. It's, uh, it's another story (laughs) altogether.
0: That's definitely somewhere else you're also smashing out of the park. Yeah, you definitely (laughs) that one. And uh, you guys, you guys are definitely not shy of a cup of beers. Um, so look, we're we're going to move over to uh, let's let's have a little chat about um, like things that you've done which uh, you want to continue. So things that you've learned in lockdown or things that you. You've already said half of it, but um, what what are the main things that you're gonna want to? This is life now that that's going to stay.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, the working from home has provided me that better balance to be able to go and, and and do, you know, what what I want when I want. Essentially, um, I can I can structure my days around that. I mean, if if I decide that I, I, I'm a golfer, if I want to go play nine holes in the afternoon. Mm. Um, I can do that, and I'll just come back and work that night. Um, it, it's it's cool in regards to that. Um, the wife's just taken up golf as well, so we, we now have a, a weekly nine-hole golf date. It's usually on a Thursday, but it's pissing down with the rain today, so they won't happen. Um, yeah, it, um, even getting out for a walk, like, I hated walking. I, I I'd run to stay fit. Um, but I hated going for a walk, but now it's, it's one of those things. Hey, look, I've got half an hour break here. Let's, let's take the dogs. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just getting out and clearing, clearing your head. Um, and, and almost having a bit of a reset for the day. Um, we, uh, as I mentioned, we've just been to Queenstown for a long weekend. We've, we've come back and going, well, what's the next weekend we can do away? Mm. Um, a big, big push down here at the moment. Um, hashtag back your backyard uh and you know some of these these tourist areas that have been heavily reliant on international tourism now need the domestic market more than ever so we're we're looking at that and saying, well where can we go um you know we we can't go overseas for the foreseeable future um potentially Australia sometime soon um but you know where else can we go? what can we go and do and see in New Zealand that we haven't done before uh so those those are some of the things that I think have have been good changes. I think a, as Kiwis we've been whilst we've got this amazing little country down here we've been pretty guilty of not seeing it ourselves. Um, so I think those changes are going to be really really cool for the country. Um, it's yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be very interesting next week when we when we move to this level one and there's no restrictions to see. If if New Zealanders fall back into their old ways, um, or or we 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 genuinely make good change, and I I, I really hope it is the latter. Yeah, I, I yeah. do hope that you know this has been a bit of a wake up call for everyone that we can you know go out and, and change our lives for the better. Mm. Um, yeah, so look, I mean those those are several other things. <laughs> um, yeah, getting back into hobbies as well. It's, it's been a really, really cool thing. Um, going back to talking about a beer again. I, I brewed my own beer for quite a while there um, and, and gave it up for about five years. Um, and during lockdown, I got back into it. Um, yeah. so, so little yeah. things like that. Uh, you know, some people do baking. I brew beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so just, yeah. I guess looking after yourself a bit better. Mm. Um yeah. Not just you know, like physically, but mentally as well. Doing things that you know, stimulate you and, and, and make you feel good about yourself. That those have been the cool things that I really have enjoyed and, and want to continue moving forward.
0: Mm. I've um, um I, I've definitely quite like um, mindfulness, and um, I I I do try and find a way to kind of meditate, as it were, in my own way just to clear my thoughts, uh, more mindfulness than anything. You know, I, I don't, I'm pretty terrible at meditation to be fair, but I do find that walking, being outside, being out in green space, being able to take stock of what's around me, it helps. It helps clear your mind and helps your mental health. And as something, you know, I can definitely relate to moving forward from this, it's something I want to be able to do every day and just be able to, you know, kind of clear my mind so I can think a little bit more logically, if anything. Um And yeah, I, I totally get that. So we're going to, we're going to move towards a bit of a close now. So we're going to come towards some of the, the final questions, Um yep. especially, I mean, at the moment, you know, it's, it's a, bit, a bit of a crazy time around the world. Um And we did speak about that in the brief, of course. Uh What kind of, if any, what, what kind of really big bits of advice or things you've taken stock of, it could be in the media, it could be just a post online or something, but something that's really helped you during lockdown?
1: Um, yeah, look, that, that, that's a tough one, I guess. For me, I really bought into lockdown right from the word go. Um, I've, I've always been a bit of a skeptic when it comes to you know doing as you're told under authoritarian, rules but this was uh it was genuinely like a life or death situation and I mean it wasn't necessarily going to be my life or death it was going to be the elders in my family and those sort of people so yeah look I I think we're, we're pretty lucky down here in having the leader that we've got running our country um she's been bloody awesome Uh, there's no other way to explain it. Um, I, I, any advice I'd give to myself, um, (laughs) buy more flour. (laughs) 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 Because suddenly everyone became a baker and you couldn't get any from the supermarket. Um, But no, look, it was, yeah, I guess just enjoy it. Just, you know, there's there's nothing you can do to change what's happening. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to what we talked about earlier, it's enjoy that quality time with the family. Um, you know, don't stress too much if there's a bit of work to do. Just there's more important things. Um, and and those, yeah, those those have been the key takeouts for me. Um, you know, whilst whilst work is important and money makes the world go round, that at the end of the day. The priority is my family and myself, mm. and and the, that's that's the key things that really I've I've taken out of this and and learned.
0: Mm. I think you, I think you are right there, and I, I I can definitely relate to being able to sit back. Like you, we work so hard so we can spend time with our family, and now we've got everything that we've always wanted with relatively, you know, yeah, okay there's going to be tough times coming. Um, but I think everyone's kind of at peace with that as well now. You know, people are like, well, oh, yeah, okay, we're all going to be a bit skin. We're all going to have less money. Mm-hmm. You're all right. Because we've dealt with everything. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've worn, you know, three, what would be the equivalent of like $5 t-shirts and a pair of old trainers that are literally falling to pieces every day. And I've got nice stuff in my wardrobe. I haven't worn any of it. You know, I've got, you know, I've got all sorts of crazy, weird gadgets and gizmos, but, you know, the most fun we had the other day was actually coloring and coloring in an old set of, uh, old trainers I've got, like an old pair of vans that I've, I had sitting in the back of a cupboard and the girls colored it in and I've now got rainbow vans, which I am going to wear. And, um, <laughs> it's just enjoying that time, man. And you know, that I can really resonate with that. I can really resonate with that. So thank you. Thank you for bringing that to the table, man. Have you got any plans moving forward or is it just kind of wait and see where this goes?
1: Yeah, let's let's wait and see what, um, well, if we move to level one next week. Um, one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to, and I mentioned that to you in our chat before, that uh, Super Rugby kicks off next week. Yeah. Um, and the word is with no restrictions, we're going to be allowed to go. So, going down to Forsyth Bar Stadium to watch the Highlanders play the Chiefs next weekend is going to be pretty cool. And I, I reckon they're going to have a sellout. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be epic. So <laughs> I imagine that'll be all over the sports channels in the UK as well, because we'll be one of the very few sports around the world
0: oh, well, going
1: well, with, we'll with crowds as well. So <laughs> it, it's pretty
0: right. exciting. I Whatever I have to do to get hold of that game, mate, I, I'm on it. I'm on Super Rugby. is going to make lockdown in the UK that a little bit sweeter because we're nowhere near the levels where you are, you know, we are, um, you know, we're, we're still battling on, um, I think we had 300 and just over 300 deaths in the last 24 hours here. So death toll is nearly at 40, about 39,400 ish, um, which is just ridiculous numbers. And, uh, yeah,
1: Yeah, we, we, Ours
0: is twenty two. Yeah. Exactly. So we probably need to uh, we need to take a few leaves out of your book. And um, for those of you in the future watching, it is the third of June um, around the world. It's been fourth oh, it's the fourth for you. Yeah, I still can't get my head around that. Yeah, fourth fourth of June <laughs> for the uh, New Zealand, third of June for us. And uh, around the world, you know, there's some crazy things going on. So um, you know. Look back on this time and realize you're probably in a better place now. Unless, of course, we've been taken over by aliens, then hey-ho, fair enough, cool. Um, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but look, Ryan, I'll tell you what, um, any um, any links or anything to your your, your own stuff, to, to like whether it's got anything to do with business or anything that you've found quite poignant in this time, we're going to put that in the show notes. Um, so send us over bits and pieces as well as if there's any way that we can help with people getting in contact with you, especially with what you do. Uh, we'll put any links in there as well to, to kind of help that out as well. Um, and also there's probably some advice that, um, that people could get from some of the things that you do when it comes to uh, mortgages over in New Zealand. And I know that there's a lot of people that have got a lot of questions when it's come to financing right now, um, which uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to help clear up. So we'll add all of that in the show notes. And more importantly, Don't go anywhere, but thank you so much for the interview. I'm going to uh, go into a little bit of a close for everyone else now, but thank you so much, mate, and uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to have a debrief after this. So, guys, thank you so much for watching or listening, depending on what platform you decided to use. Um, If you have really enjoyed this episode as much as I have, please do use social media for the reason that it was made and that is by sharing this with your loved ones and your friends so they can experience what you just have. Also leave us a cheeky comment, keep it kind, keep it clean or we'll just delete it. Um, Also if you'd like to get in contact just send me a cheeky message either via ABC Gym on Facebook or put something in the comments below. Or if you would like to help me on my gargantuan task of interviewing 100 people during the 2020 COVID-19 lockdown, Uh, give me a message and I'll be back in touch with you within 48 hours and we'll go from there. But Ryan, mate, thank you so much, buddy. And uh, I've really, really enjoyed it, mate. It's been far too long. Yeah, indeed. Thanks, Jerry. Cheers, brother.